Finally, Asensio, you're not useless. What's going on, guys? Your boy Chris here from Madridism FC, the go-to destination from everything related to Los Blancos. And thank you guys for joining me in today's discussion. We're going to be talking about Real Madrid versus Valencia, another game at the Bernabeu. Thank God. And welcome back to my usual set. Uh, for the past week, I've been traveling for work, so I, I was doing uh, a lot of my videos out of a uh, out of a hotel room. So thank you guys for joining me back here. I feel like the synergy is better, the the ideas flow better. So hopefully, we have a good discussion about uh, this game, this very important game that we have because. Barcelona has stretched their lead quite a lot. They're actually five points uh, ahead of us. If we didn't win, it would have been uh, eight points potentially if we would have lost this game. But a little bit of background about this game because there's always some background, some context that gives uh, the games a little more juice. And it's that uh, Valencia's head coach, well, former head coach, is, uh, was Genaro Gattuso and he got uh, let go. It was a mutual agreement. He left Valencia because that club has been uh, being run very badly for the past decade, I would say, where they've had like, I think it's like 11 managers in the past 10 years. So um, I think I thought Valencia was a, you know, they weren't getting the results, but they've been playing some pretty good football. It was pretty identifiable football from Gattuso. And uh, I think we saw that last game, last time we faced off. Uh, even though Real Madrid was better and Valencia had a lot of injuries, I thought they were a decent side. Uh, which forced us to go to penalty. So, but today was the first game Valencia had to play without their former head coach. So I think this played in our favor. We saw Valencia side that was uh, didn't know what to do. They didn't know whether to attack or defend. They were missing that uh, that identity, and they kind of went for a more conservative footballing approach, which is something that I've that uh, that I don't think it suits their type of players. And um, Real Madrid, on the other hand. They were they had a lot of possession, but it wasn't uh, nearly as a, as a, as attracting football that we saw last game, especially in the first half. Let's talk about the lineup. The lineup uh, we had Camavinga uh, uh, again resuming his position and well, he's resuming his new position in the left back, and then we had Ceballos, Cross, and Modric in the midfield with Asensio getting the nod in the starting lineup. So I guess Ancelotti saw, hey, I'd rather have one good bullet uh, to for me to use. In the, in the attacking sense, one good bullet to use on the bench so that way if things go south, um, you know, I have somebody with pace, with new ideas that can come and change the game because I think last game Asensio came in and he's not the type of player that has that uh, explosion with his passes, with his um, runs because, he, I mean, he has no pace really. So uh, he, he chose to go with Asensio in the first half and we saw a Real Madrid that, you know, it lacked a lot of intensity. It wasn't. It was not the most intensive game of football that we've seen, especially from a team that's uh, eight points behind. That was eight points behind starting the game, and um, it was um, the team looked a little tired. I would say, especially Vinicius Junior. You saw him with his black boots. Of course, he ended his partnership with Nike, so he he went with the all blacked out uh, boots. I don't know what brand they were. Maybe they were Nike, and he just spray painted them black. Not too sure. But um, he seemed a little slow. Benzema's looking sluggish as well. Uh, the team as a whole was looking sluggish, except for Militao and uh, Camavinga and Ceballos, because them three are, are right now like our pillars when it comes to this team. So unfortunately, Militao uh, left pretty early in the first half. I would say halfway through the first half, Militao suffered a knock on his right thigh, uh, looking 
looking at what reactions I saw from TV and later in the second half he had a conversation with Tony Cross. Um, he, he didn't seem too worried. He was just pointing at his thigh and then I think it was just a precaution knowing that we have so many games. Uh, we don't want to push uh, our best defender and the best defender in the world. Aside from a sluggish first half from Real Madrid, the only things that really stand out from the first half is that Asensio had probably three clear chances that he missed and as a Real Madrid player, and I say this with every player, not just because it's Asensio, you need to make those, you need to make those goals. Like, they are uh, clear chances. We're not, the, you know, we're not the team that's gonna get 20 chances a game. We're not in that type of run of form, but if we get those chances, you need to make them. So he did not make them. He looked pretty, you know, Asensio looked pretty bad. We did have a disallowed goal from Antonio Rudiger. He had an amazing header, but unfortunately, because I really wish Rudiger would have scored because he needs that. And like uh, a few a few videos ago, I said he was an amazing player and he's an amazing footballer, not just uh, a grunt who's known for his speed and his uh, physicality. He's actually a very good footballer. He scored a nice header, but then it was looked at through VAR and then they claimed that Benzema, uh, you know, I guess hit whoever was defending him in the face, uh, Yunus Musa. He hit Yunus Musa in the face with his hand, uh, which is obviously, I disagree. I think it was a really bad call because Yunus Musa was falling down already when Benzema placed his uh, hand on his forehead, not pushed him, placed his hand. So first half, um, things were looking a little bit dark, but, but luckily the second half, the team turned the table. And we came out with much more uh, physicality, a faster ball rotation. We were we were more direct in the first half. Everything was pretty predictable in the first half, but in the second half, we were a lot more direct. We had a lot more purpose. We were doing a lot more through balls, long balls. So early in the second half, finally, and finally, because finally this person scores a goal that matters. It's not the third goal in the game where the game is already over or in the 90th minute where it doesn't it doesn't really matter. He scored the first goal and that was Marco Asensio. And the way he scored it, it was vintage Asensio. It was in the Asensio zone. Uh, the, the goals that he's known for, you know, what made him a super cult classic player for Real Madrid and the fan base. So Asensio had an amazing goal. You know, he hit it uh, dry, knuckleball, went to the second post um, and beautiful goal. And after that, the game was, it was, an, it was another type of game. The game got, uh, got opened up because Valencia, you know, was trying to um, was trying to chase after the game after that, of course, which is the advantage of scoring early, something that we don't do enough. We're, all, we're always the one chasing the game and taking all the risk. But this time, you know, when you score early, things like this can happen. And that was that was really great for us. Uh, and then, the, and then the, the chances just kept coming in uh, uh, due to the Valencia's team pushing up. Uh, it left a lot of space for Vinicius to to go and just destroy. And uh, Benzema had a through ball, Vinicius attacked the space, he had a 50-yard run and scored how he's supposed to score. Like a fucking Real Madrid striker, which he did and he made it in, you know, amazing. We're very happy for the Brazilian, he had an amazing celebration with Rudiger. As you can see, Vinicius is, is the guy for us right now because if Benzema is not delivering the goals and it's okay because of his age, like it's understandable, uh, actually it's come you know, it's come pretty late. Like the fact that uh, ben Benzema is not hitting his run of form right now, it's actually late for him. Like this should this should have happened like a year ago or two years ago. So uh, we definitely need uh, Benny Jr. to be scoring goals as God intended it. And of course, this game marks one of the comebacks from one of the best CDMs in the world. 
which is Arelin Schwameni. He came back finally from injury along with Carvajal, who came in from Militao in the first half. But Schwameni came in in the second half. Valverde also came in. And then, you know, glad to see some touches because uh, from Schwameni because we're going to need him. We're going to need him quite a bit. This is a, a pretty hectic uh, month, as, as we all know. We have a lot of big games. And, uh, you know, he didn't do anything special. He didn't have to defend pretty hard. He didn't. During, he had a shot that went, like, super wide. But, I mean, that's to be expected after a month of not playing. Uh, so he came back, Camavinga. Camavinga played an amazing game, of course. We also had the crowd chanting the name of uh, Danny Ceballos, saying, Ceballos, quédate, which translates to, Ceballos, please stay. And, uh, you know, I agree. He has to stay because he's, he's such in a good form. And, and I think it's just his, his maturity has finally hit. I think he's a late bloomer. Uh, you know, they, all players cannot be like Camavinga or Pedri or Gavi that, you know, as soon as they come out of the womb, they're they're playing like gods. But um, I think Ceballos is he's making the the team tick quite a bit. He's circulating the ball fast, which is uh, what I want from a, a modern proper footballer nowadays. And um, and yeah, it was a pretty pretty easy game after that. Uh, also, Paulista, the center back from Valencia, uh, he finishes pretty hard. He went. He just completely. Um, Disregard of the ball and when just to kick Vinicius in the shin and which came from and which lead, led to a, a, a straight red card for Paulista Which good on them. We need to protect Vinicius. He's being hit like crazy and something that I want to point out Which I loved was that when uh, Paulista was being sent off and he was coming out uh, You know going to the dressing room Militao who was outside of the game um, He came out to him and you know confronted him and made sure Make sure he showed him who's boss. I mean, told him, hey, you don't you don't fuck with our players. You don't you don't do that here in our house in the Bernabeu. You don't disrespect Real Madrid and their players, which I, I love. This is something that we need more from the Real Madrid players, especially with the exit of Casemiro. He was kind of our go-to person, our our captain without without the armband, who was uh, standing up for players. And I'm glad uh, Militao, which he should be more outspoken, uh, came to. To Bini's kind of like rescue. He had, you know, it shows that the team has his back and that we support him. Uh, I feel like sometimes that's been missing for many of the games. So I like to see that. And um, who else had a solid game? Sorry, guys. I just uh, kind of forgetting. Rodrigo had a very solid game as well. Carvajal came in. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't look his age, which is good. He came in. Usually he's not a player who has a fast uh, activation when he comes in from the bench, but he seemed quite well. You could tell we're missing that we were missing before Carvajal came back that um, that right back that gives us depth that kind of goes up, offers you know to um, occupy that space that's left from the team being so pushed out to the left by Vini. So Carvajal, good addition. We're gonna need him greatly uh, during this during this month. The only bad news from the game is that uh, Benzema left with a little bit of a knock in his leg. I don't know exactly what it is as, as of this moment. They haven't reported it, but um, that's not good news. As you know, we don't we don't really have another number nine, unfortunately, and the window, the transfer window just closed. So that's that's a decision the team is going to have to live with, which is unfortunate because I think we could have gone for someone or maybe they're waiting for uh, Alvaro Rodriguez from the Castilla, the, the Euro one who's at the World Cup. Of course, he's at the World Cup now, so he won't be playing. But um, we'll see how what it is. The problem with that is that any little minor knock to a player like ben, like Benzema due to his age, 
it, it could mean it could mean a lot. Like we saw that said we said Ramos last time. You know, he got a little bit of of injury, and then your body just do, doesn't recuperate the same. It just takes longer, and you're more prone to fall back to that injury, much easier than than before. So, um, hopefully, it's not much. Maybe he does rest the next game. Our next game in the Liga is against Mallorca, and then we have the FIFA Club World Cup. So, um, not some bad games to rest. Uh, Benzema, so it's not a bad thing to do. Definitely want to rest some now than than later, and then uh, hopefully we we get some you know more rotations with the little rotations that we can because um, it's gonna be a tough month. Obviously, obviously, there's not a lot of players to rotate with. Uh, Ancelotti doesn't really count with uh, Hazard or Vallejo or Mariano, um, so I guess it's just 14 players and that's it. So. Thank you guys for watching this video. Let me know what you guys thought. Hit the, hit the like button, subscribe, um, hit the comments. And please, guys, follow me on TikTok. It's, my name is Madridism by CG, also on Instagram and also on Twitter. Uh, if you guys look at my TikTok right now, uh, most of my videos, they removed the sound for some reason because it was like some copyright claims. I don't, I don't understand. I don't know why they did that. But uh, yeah, just follow there. I'm also on Spotify and iTunes. You'll see the, the links down in the in the description so yeah see you guys in the next